The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here with a very exciting podcast. I've got a really um, special lady in the house. Her name is Karen Bona Corso. And Karen has been a nurse for over 30 years, registered nurse. And um, she lives in Massachusetts now. And as you guys know, uh, an episode or two ago, I said, hey, if anybody out there has any amazing stories where they've had, you know, self, you know, you've healed yourself and, and then we've been any part of the process, whether you've either listened to my show or you're using the chemical free body products that's been part of the process of your healing or, you know, just having vibrant health, we want to hear about it. Well, Karen reached out to us. We had quite a few of you send emails in and you can do this again if you want to if anybody's hearing this for the first time just send us an email to support at chemicalfreebody.com if you have a great story we'd love to hear about it so one of those great stories that came in about a week ago was um was karen's and um when i first got the email forwarded to me by my assistant i looked at it and it was like uh, an autobiography it was pretty long and i was like whoa like this lady has something to say and I literally just didn't have time to read it. So I shelved it. I did some other business and I came back and I read the whole thing. And I was just like really like touched and inspired and just excited all over again, kind of about my journey and my friend Charles's journey, which you told me you kind of related to, which is really cool. And um, anyway, um, so you healed yourself at age 48. You got diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And, and then you kind of did the opposite of what most people do. So why don't we just jump into that? First thing I want to do is welcome you to the show. So Karen, welcome. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. I'm actually really excited yeah. to tell my so have, story. Yeah. Yeah. We want to hear your story. And have you ever done any podcasting before or been interviewed? Never. So this is my first time. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Exciting See? stuff. Yeah, I'm See, really so, excited. And, and, and Karen and I were talking about this. Like in high school, a lot of people can't believe it because they I, I tell people I'm actually very shy. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, <laughs> right. They laugh at me now, but I was. Like when in, in, in high school, there was like, you know, you had to do, do a talk in front of a group. Man, I did not want to do that. That was like scared the crap out of me. Like public speaking was the most scariest thing. And when I got into the health industry and we literally started you know, I just started speaking and teaching people stuff at my home and that, you know, that was more comfortable in my home. But then when like uh, certain doctors or stuff that we would host would come into town, like the doctors, Brian, Anna Maria Clement from Hippocrates Health Institute, we'd have 300 people in a room. And I was scared. Like, I didn't want to get up there, but I'm like, I had to, I was the host. I was the MC. There wasn't anybody else going to do it. <laughs> and, I, and I would just say, Tim, there's somebody out there that needs this information. Just go. And I go up there all nervous and my armpits are sweating and, and I do it. So anyway, I just really appreciate you um, coming on and telling your story because I know for a lot of people, it's a, it's a scary thing to do, but people need to hear your story. And again, if there's anybody else out there that has a story like this, hopefully Karen will inspire you to, to send us an email and who knows, we'll pick through them. And I'm, I'm choosing a few people to come on and, and talk like Karen did. So just take us back. Who's, who's Karen? Like, how did you grow up? And, you know, you became a nurse and all that, which led into, you know, what, uh, to the cancer diagnosis. Great. Okay. So yeah, I'm married. I've been with my lovely husband. Now we're celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary this December. Um, really excited. I have four beautiful children, um, ranging in ages 24 to 15. Um, I grew up you know, just like you eating that standard American diet, very sad. Um, I was a sugarholic. I was a carnivore. I ate whatever I wanted to eat, but always exercised. So I said, Oh, you know, I'm pretty fit. I can eat whatever I want to eat. Um, yeah, not so much. So, um, you know, fast forward, I graduate high school, I go to college, I become a nurse. I was a visiting nurse for about 30 years, roughly, or, you know, in 
between working in other positions in a hospital. I think actually as a, just a sole visiting nurse for about 25 years. I absolutely loved it. Did a lot of teaching. It was all conventional medicine though. It was a lot of drug teaching, um, a little diet, what we knew about diet, but you know, in nursing school, we didn't get taught a lot about that. So I was a nurse um, and yeah, that was my life, just living my life the way I wanted to live it. Not thinking about life at all until I had to fight for it. And that's where, you know, the story takes a turn. So, you know, back in uh, 2017, I wasn't feeling that great. I started feeling a little ill, um, but, you know, brushed it off because as a nurse, we actually don't really take great care of ourselves. We take care of everybody else, but not ourselves. And we ignore our own health. So, I'm, you know, I had a little blood in my stool, um, cramping. I, I, I put it up to having a hemorrhoid because I had four kids. So, you know, going on with my life. And then I get a, a Facebook message from a friend of mine from high school who told me that my high school sweetheart, so the boyfriend I had prior to meeting my husband for five years, had stage four colon cancer. I was in absolute shock. I was like, oh my gosh, how can this even happen? I haven't seen him in 30 years, but I went to his benefit. And then unfortunately he passed away from the colon cancer. And, you know, I'm still, you know, I went to his funeral. I'm going, you know, on with my merry life, doing my own thing. And I'm now things for me are getting a little worse. Like the bleeding has become more, um, the, my stool was not really the same. It started looking a little weird. Um, and then I was having this issue where I felt like I had to go to the bathroom and I couldn't go. I said, something's going on. I really need to see my nurse practitioner. So, you know, within like six months, I saw her maybe twice. At the end, I finally said to her, you know what, it, I really think it's time for a colonoscopy. So she said, you know what, you're not 50, um, but I think it's time. So we, I had literally, I was actually, I had just turned 49. So I was suffering when I was, you know, a lot during when I was 48, but right before I was diagnosed, I, I just turned 49. So um, I go, have the colonoscopy scheduled. Um, it was, I, you know, the colonoscopy was scheduled at like four o'clock at night. So if you know about a colonoscopy, you can't eat, you can't drink, you can't do anything. So for, you know, 24 hours, I was doing the prep. It really wasn't working for me. I didn't understand why. The following day, my colonoscopy was at four o'clock. My husband and I go, I'm on the table. They give me that twilight anesthesia, did not work. The, um, so you know, she was, she was starting to, to do the scope. And I told her, I said, oh, I can actually feel that. I go, and I can actually see the screen. And it literally, as soon as she put the scope in and I could feel it, you could see the tumor. It was right there. And I said, she goes, do you see that? This is why the prep didn't work. And this is why the scope won't go up. It's because you got a right. huge mass. You got a huge mass there. Okay. Now I'm, I'm a little loopy, but the anesthesiologist said, do you want me to give her some more? Um, anesthesia, just let her go to sleep for a little bit. She says, absolutely not. She's a nurse. She needs to see this. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have a tumor. So, you know, we, we, you know, now it's probably 536. They send me for the MRI. They send me for a CAT scan. I have labs. By the time I get out of there, it's probably midnight. And she says to me, you know what? I'm pretty positive. It's malignant, but we have to do all these tests just to make sure. So then that morning, so I get home after midnight at 4.30 in the morning, I'm getting on an airplane with a girlfriend to go to our, uh, to a, uh, our girls were in a cheerleading competition. They made it all the way to nationals to Dallas, Texas. And I have to go with my daughter. There is no way that I cannot go. How old is your daughter at this point? So she was, I think she was 16, something like that. It was like a, it was a so this big is like, deal. So this is like her. a major big deal for your daughter. Major nationals. Huge. Nationals. And she's yeah. a very talented gymnast. But um, anyways, so I'm on the plane right after her colonoscopy where the prep doesn't work. It's not a good idea, especially getting on a plane and going from Boston to Dallas. It was, it was not fun, but I had to keep it to myself. You know, all my friends like, how did the colonoscopy go? I'm like, oh, it went fine. I should be hearing from my doctor in a day or two. Everything. They saw a little something, nothing to worry about, as I could not even risk having my daughter find out while we were in Texas. I just couldn't risk it. So there I am in Texas, 
95% sure that I had a malignant tumor. And Saturday, I get a phone call from the doctor. She calls me like three times. I refused to answer the phone call. I just, I just couldn't do it. So I called my husband. I said, I think you need to call the doctor at this point. She needs to talk to us. It's bad news. I know it's bad news. You need to get it. So he calls her. He gets the bad news. He calls me back. He's like, you know what? I'm thinking maybe stage two. He goes, well, you know, they said you had a very enlarged lymph node. I was like, oh, okay. And then he says, well, and they saw a few spots on your liver. I was like, I knew it. I go, that's it. I have stage four. So I yeah. know what stage four colon cancer looks like because I was a visiting nurse. I was actually a wound ostomy care nurse also. So I did a lot of ostomy care and a lot of wound care. So I'm like, oh, geez, now I need, I know I'm going to have to have an ostomy. I, I just was, I was actually in a state of shock at this point. I didn't get upset. I didn't cry. I kind of just walked around like a zombie. Okay. So I go to bed that night. I wake up at two in the, probably 2 a.m., freaking out, crying, freaking, can't believe this is happening to me. I have a 10-year-old. I have, you know, uh, three older daughters, one graduating high school, the other one in high school, the other one graduating college. I said, I can't, I can't have this happen to me. So I'm sitting there crying, staring at the ceiling. And I don't know if it was my imagination, if it was my eyes just being blurry because I was crying, but that ceiling in that hotel room was so blue. And I begged to God and I begged to him and I felt him. I said, please give me the strength to help me heal myself or facilitate in the healing process. So I, now I know going back to church and getting back to faith that it's okay to ask God to heal me. And I've asked him every day since I was diagnosed, please, please, can you heal me? All right. So then, you know, I come home, we tell our whole family that I have cancer. And it was, if you can imagine, you know, my kids scream and they're running up and down the street. They can't believe me. I have cancer. What are they going to do? You know, it, you know, to say it was a nightmare was to say the least, but I was on a mission. I said, listen, I, you know, I just read this book. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to, you know, no sugar, no meat, no dairy, no chicken, nothing farm raised, um, no alcohol, absolutely no alcohol. And I go, and I'll be fine. Finally, we get everybody okay. I go and I meet with the oncologist. Literally that week, I was, had a port placed and I started chemo the next day. Like not even a minute to think things through. Not even a minute, but that's all I knew because that was the business that I was in, conventional medicine. But I kept on reading. I kept on Googling. I had such a huge support system with my husband, my children, my family, my friends. I said, you know what? I, I think I can do this. And I really can stick to my guns with the juicing, the smoothies, um, whatever supplements I could research and see how that would help me. Um, again, mine was a digestive cancer. So I really had to really watch what I was putting in my body. Can you really stop don't... for a second and tell sure, people, sure. Um, just educate the people like me that may not be around this stuff all the time that are new, that are listening, like what is a port and an ostomy bag? Because you were, okay. you actually, you helped wound ostomy. So that means that where the ostomy was, there was wounds and you were helping people to heal that. So what is that? Yeah. And what happened to you? So the title of like a wound ostomy nurse, um, I wasn't certified to become a wound ostomy nurse, but I would just, I, I would help people in homes deal with the ostomy. An ostomy is an appliance that is on the outside of your body where you would um, pass stool because you can't have a normal bowel movement after you have a colectomy. And if that's so the port is the hole and then no, the ostomy no, the, is right. Nope. The port was the um, access to your chemotherapy because the chemo was oh, yeah, so yeah, toxic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. They put a port in your chest. In your neck, so they right? Can access, and yeah. right in my, you know, where my collarbone is, right below yeah. the collarbone. I have a big scar there. So, so the so, ostomy uh, bag is basically, it's a bag that hangs on the side of you that you poop in. Exactly. Correct. Okay. Got it. Which I was like, Oh, when I was a nurse, when I was working as a nurse, oh my gosh, that's the last kind of cancer I ever want to get is colon cancer because who's ever going to want to walk around with an ostomy? 
I could not believe it. it's almost like I manifested it. It was crazy. <laughs> I, like, I don't, anybody who says anything that sounds like a manifestation, if it's not in a positive way, I'm like, do not do it. So, so yes, I knew I was going to have, you know, the surgery. I was going to have the ostomy. I had the port. I went through eight weeks of hardcore chemo. I mean, 5-FU was one of them. They call that five feet under because it usually kills people. And then Zolata was the other chemo I had. I had a lot of side effects from that, a lot of severe neuropathy. Um, I couldn't even swallow anything cold because it felt like I was swallowing shards of glass. It, it was tough, but my weight was on. I was eating, you know, doing what I was doing, everything organic, anything that I could put in my body that would help me heal. So You're still fast. doing yoga at this point, right? Oh, I was in yoga every day. I would, I would not be able to go to yoga when I, so the chemotherapy runs through the port and it runs for three days. So they, you have, you go to the chemotherapy. Um, I was in Boston. I would sit there. They give me the first two drugs. And then the third drug they would put in the, they would, they would put in a, like a, a little fanny pack and you would go home with this chemo pump running for three days. Well, like, yeah, two days. And as a nurse, I would disconnect the port myself. So I didn't have to go back in. And then, you know, you occasionally you had to give my, I had to give myself other medication to increase my white blood cells, just a lot of, you know, craziness. So I was doing all Did that. Did you slip my, any THC in there? <laughs> uh, that's, that's another story. <laughs> Cause I, I do do a lot of that, but I do Rick Simpson oil. But oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's what I do now. There was a retired colonel from the Air Force that healed himself of cancer with that. And yeah. He, he he I can't get him on the show. He says I I goes I can't I can't risk it my retirement because yeah. he's afraid because he goes I spent most of my life busting people with marijuana and he goes and that actually is what healed me. He goes now I grow it organically and I make that Rick Simpson oil and I give it to other cancer patients. Okay, the, so like, under the table kind okay, of deal. So yeah, I need Which his is crazy, number, right? <laughs> you have to give me his info because I, I do Rick Simpson oil every day. And you know, I, I hadn't touched marijuana since I was in high school. And that was even like, maybe, I don't know. Right. If any of my friends are listening to well, this. I don't know. If the, you there, there are, there are properties to it that are very beneficial. You know, there's receptors, yeah. the cannabinoid receptors and stuff. And just, it's just the way it works. It's a whole nother topic to get discussing with yeah, CBDs yeah. and THC and, and all that Absolutely. stuff. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. And then we get back, we're going to continue your amazing story. Cause it's, it is quite amazing because we're going to, you know, you being standard American diet and you're in the medical industry and you're following it, but you decided to go outside of it. You started you know, you made a commitment to yourself. You took the reins of your health and you, you changed your entire environment. And we'll talk more about that environment when we return. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with uh, my good friend, Karen Bonacorso, and she was just telling us about how everything was going along all, all peachy. It's all good. All peachy. Four kids, yeah. happy husband, all this stuff's going on, and then, whoop, oh, stage four cancer, and she's a nurse. So she starts taking the reins of her health back um, and went through some horrible chemotherapy, um, but what's really interesting is you, you changed your diet you went started doing clean. You started juicing greens twice a day. I mean, you just you went all full tilt. But tell us about the detox because it wasn't about just detoxing the body. You you told me you detoxed other things out of your life. How important was oh, that for your healing? It was so important. I detoxed first people. Like if you were toxic and you were all about drama and just not very nice, or I, I just couldn't have you in my life. If you're not bringing anything positive, my life positive, then I cannot have you in it. So that was the first thing. Detoxed chemicals out of my house. 
no more cleaning solutions, no more deodorant, you know, everything had to be all natural. I also, you know, detoxed from the chemotherapy, I would do an ionic foot bath, I learned that in a, you know, a Google search, how to get some of these toxins out of my body. Mm -hmm. So I would do the, um, the ionic foot baths. And then I would take a hot tub with a cup of baking soda and a box of Epsom, no, excuse me, a cup of Epsom salt and a box of, box of baking soda. And I would sit in a tub and you can literally see the, the toxins coming out of your body. You can see it in the water. It's incredible. But I, you know, and I think that's why a lot of people get sick from chemo is because they don't take the time to detoxify themselves after their sessions, because all that extra stuff is still circulating in your system. Oh, so yeah. I was really, you know, all about detoxing everything. And then I had radiation. And that, you know, that was tough. Not for me, I, like for everybody around me, I'm watching everybody in, you know, having radiation and they, they look so sickly. And I looked fabulous. You know, my, my oncologist is like, how are you doing it? I said, oh, after radiation, I'm going straight to yoga. And this is not like, you know, regular yoga. This is heated power flow yoga which was part of my healing journey, to be quite honest. But, and I even did that all through my chemotherapy. Even if I had to lay in child's pose, I did not care. I needed to sweat those toxins out. And it was really good for my brain. So you were doing, so my, you were doing a lot of stuff. You were like, like juicing, hydration. You're doing yoga to move your lymph, the heat to move yeah. your lymph. You're oh, doing yeah. hot baths. Um, you actually did those uh, foot spas, right? Yeah. To yeah. push them out. And if you guys are wanting to learn more about those ionic foot spas, I, I interviewed a gal who's an expert at them. Her name's Kellyanne Andrews, and that was episode 128, if you're curious on that. So, all yeah, right, so awesome. then what happened? Okay, so then I go through 30 days of radiation. And now, in all this, not, I'm having scans throughout this whole entire process, and they keep on saying, wow, your tumors are really shrinking nicely. Of course, it's all about the medication. It has nothing to do with anything else I'm doing. So I was like, oh, this is great. I really did. I never looked at a scan. I never looked at a picture because I needed to stay focused. And I didn't want to see what was going on. Um, that would put me into fight or flight, which if anybody knows what fight or flight is, it's you're in a constant state of stress. Even if you don't think you're in stress, you're in stress. So I didn't want to be in fight or flight. I was only focused on positivity and healing. So when I would go to yoga and I, I finished the radiation, and um, the oncologist like, how are you doing it? You shouldn't even be able to walk up a flight of stairs. I said, I don't know. I have all this energy. I'm doing great. And I just kept on going and going and going. And then I had my surgery. So the surgery was supposed to be a colectomy, get rid of the tumor, um, a total hysterectomy because the tumor had actually gone through the colon and into my uterus. So they were supposed to give me a total hysterectomy. And then later on, they were going to give me the liver surgery, which was a lobectomy because they said I had, you know, the cancer in my liver. Okay. So what, well, that's like, I mean, cutting out a section of your colon is a big surgery. Yeah. Um, you know, a hysterectomy is a major surgery. Yeah. And a lobectomy is definitely a major surgery. Yeah. Can you expl they explain that, what, what, what a lobectomy is? So a lobectomy is that they'll go in and they'll cut a lobe out of your liver. You know, the beauty about liver is your liver will regenerate. So if you have a lobe cut out, your that lobe, you know, will eventually grow back if you're healthy. Yeah. So in six the problem, weeks, yeah. And with my spot on my liver, it was on the back side of my liver. So they had to cut me open like they would have had to, you know, they go across my whole entire, you know, actually my sternum all the way to the back side of my rib. They'd have to cut me open that way, take my liver out, flip it over, cut the lobe out put the liver back and hopefully I don't die from that surgery. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it was pretty intense. So they said we were going and I had an ostomy. They, they, they did the, the ileostomy actually. So it's the ileum. They take it, they do a loop. They tie like a little um, thread around it. They take it out of your stomach and then they put the appliance on it. And that's how you have your ostomy. So I was like, okay, you know, I can do with this and I can do all this. So they said I was going to have to have um, after the surgery, I was going to have to rest. And then I have um, eight sessions left of, excuse me, eight weeks left more of chemo. But I'm losing my train of thought because I forgot to mention 
during this whole entire year of doing chemo and radiation, I was at an energy healer. I can't believe I forgot to mention that part. So my sister-in-law introduced me to an energy healer here in Boston. He is known worldwide, actually. His name is Tom Tam. And what he does is this therapy called Tong Ren, which is T-O-N-G-R-E-N. It's, it's fascinating. But I'm like, I don't, I don't really believe in all that energy healing stuff. Like, I just don't believe in it. She's like, you have to go. He helped my friend heal of breast cancer where the hospital sent her home to die. I said, you know what? I'll try it. I go there. It's a little Chinese man. He's tapping on all these little anatomical dolls with these hammers. With, he, has a, he has a group of people doing it. And you just sit there and you receive the energy. I was like, I don't even know what this means, but I'm just going to receive the energy. Literally, after my first session with him, I was in tears, just not of sadness, tears of joy. It just, it, it felt amazing. So I was going to the energy healer all throughout my treatments. I was having um, acupuncture done and the energy healing done. So the tapping on these meridian spots on the doll, and it's supposed to open up any blockages that you have in your body. And his philosophy is, if you have a blockage in your body, that's going to cause disease. Like we should have free flowing energy in our body. So I went through him that whole entire year, which I believe is what really shrunk and, and took my cancer away. So after my surgery, I wake up the next day. They gave me so much anesthesia because they thought they were going to have to do all this crazy, you know, surgery, total hysterectomy, um, the colectomy, um, the ileostomy. It's going to take a while. So I guess what happened was they opened me up. The tumor had completely disappeared. The doctor said not even a speck of a tumor to biopsy. And then I said, well, how many lymph nodes were involved? I know you said one was positive. He goes, even the lymph node that we said was positive came back negative. And we took 14, 14 or 15 lymph nodes out. I was like, oh my God. That's a lot. He goes, he goes and you still have your uterus and your ovaries and everything. You have it all. Yeah, there was not all right. Four cancer. more kids. Four, yeah, <laughs> a little old for that, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been there and done that. So um, I was just in shock. I was like, you know what? I, I, I it was the diet. It was my energy healer. Said, oh no, it was the chemo. It was the radiation. I said, okay, if that's what you believe, I believe what I believe. You believe what you believe, and I would not let them tell me any differently. And then I ended up having the last eight weeks of chemotherapy after I healed from that surgery. And I've been in, even though the, you know, the very last few sessions of chemotherapy, my oncologist says, you know what, Karen, we're just going to cut the dose in half because they give you enough chemo to, for toxicity. They want you to get to the highest toxic load that you can handle. And then they kind of wean down. So when I was having all the neuropathy, I said, I just don't want to do this anymore. If I had known what I had known now, I, I would never have done that chemo. I would have just had them cut out the cancer where, where there was none and um, skip the chemo at the end. But that's yeah, just they're, they're, they, So they basically went in and uh, they had to remove that section because it was radiated in your colon because yeah. it was dead yeah. in scar tissue. Yeah. Right. And, but I think you can and, heal and, that too. And, and then they pulled out the, the, um, the lymph nodes just to, to do biopsies on them to check them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So instead of having like a major surgery and then the uterus out or your colon out, the uterus out, and then another surgery for the lobectomy, you basically, it turned into almost like um, kind of an exploratory surgery, except for removing that section of scar tissue. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, what's crazy is, you know, some of it's a little bit of a blur, but I know I had a scan right before my surgery. And I'm like, if there was no tumor there, then how, you, you, why would they have, you know, why would they have continued with the plan and not told me that there was no tumor there? Um, that last just in case I had, just in case. So I believe that energy healing, it's, you know, some of the stories and people can go on YouTube and if, if they're sick and they, they want an energy healer, he takes care of people worldwide. I mean, I'll be in his, and I'm very fortunate because he's only a few towns away from me. Um, usually everybody's in Portland. You know, yeah, you yeah. Know, or Seattle. I can't, you know, I'm across the country. So um, he really is amazing. And I really well, attribute a lot of my healing to him. 
Well, everything that you did, because we are all frequency. You know, we talked about yeah. this before. Our heart beats. It's like beep, beep. That's an electrical impulse. Our we have electrons in our body. We are totally living light beings. I mean, that's what it is. I thought that was all woo woo, but it's exactly true. We're we're full of electrons via biophotons. So oh, absolutely. Everything you were doing, you you literally changed your frequency. You changed in your entire life. My whole that's what you life. Did. You raised your vibrational frequency and everything. You and I've seen this so many times, like especially from women when they get cancer, the ones that are like you that are like, I'm going to heal. I'm going to be completely fine. This is not going to happen to me. And I'm excited about the process. Cancer is here to serve me. Yes. To push me. And they stop putting up with people in their life that are dragging them down. They're just like, you're done. You're done. You either come along and help me out or you're out of here because I'm moving forward with my life. That's exactly. And then, and then afterwards, they're like, why didn't I do this before? <laughs> exactly. My husband and I said, and this is crazy to even say, you know, it's the best thing that has ever happened to us is this cancer. It has changed our life like drastically for the better, for the better. I mean, even when it comes to working, I'm not going to work and do anything that I don't want to do anymore. I want to do something that's fulfilling. And I really believe that everything that I have learned in the past five years, which is a ton, um, and we can get into that, um, but everything that I have learned in the past five years, I would never have even come across any of it if it wasn't for my cancer diagnosis. And I wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for my cancer diagnosis. And my children wouldn't be where they are now. And my husband wouldn't be. And my, how are the, how my your extent, children and your husband benefited? Oh my gosh. Well, so fast forward, I discover podcasts and health podcasts. I had a girl at yoga say, oh, you got to listen to this podcast. I said, okay. And I would listen to like, I have like four that I really went to. And then I heard you and you were on a podcast. Somebody was interviewing you. And I said, you know what? This guy I connect with, like everything that he's saying, I believe with, I, I agree with a, a thousand percent. I said, I'm going to start listening to his podcast. And I was hooked and I went down that rabbit hole and I'm never coming out. I mean, the stuff that I do today, I mean, it's, it's a laundry list, but I have never, ever felt better. And everything that I do today that I've been researching now since, you know, for, for two years listening to you and the three years prior, my own research, I do it all and I still do it all. I kind of rotate. I'll do say, you know, I, the, the one thing I don't rotate is Green 85. I take that every day and the supplements, the gut detox the toxin detox, um, the enzymes, because I'm afraid that my, you know, I, I might need some help there because I'm missing a large section of my right, colon. Right. Um, things like that. Um, I still don't eat meat. I still don't, you know, eat chicken, pork. I don't eat sugar, none of it. I do have a little wine here and there, which, you know, I think that I'm going to stop the red wine too, because that's not doing me any service either. So, you know, I'm kind of making that decision not to really indulge in any red wine. Cause that was my little bit of a treat. I'd have oh, a glass of red wine. I don't do anything else. One glass of red wine. It's not going to hurt me. Well, you know what? Probably will in the long run. So I, I think I'm going to cut that out too. But well, I think that's totally, totally up to you. If it's, I always tell people like, if you really, 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 really want something, then do it. But the most important thing is to not beat yourself up over it. Right. Do it. And then if yeah. as healthy as you're living, I mean, like you were like, you know, I'm just thinking back. You're like, I'm doing the magnesium foot soaks. I'm like, wow, she must yeah. have listened to episode 56 on that. I'm yes. Like, yes, I, I did. I got the infrared sun. I'm like, she listened to episode 61. And then after a while, I was like, oh, you've listened to every episode. <laughs> Stockton aloe. Stockton aloe is huge for healing yeah. cancer. At Gerson Therapy uh, Clinic, they use it. I had Dr. Um, uh, Patrick Vickers on. He talked about it. And before that, we had Dr. Halon that purchased Stockton aloe from Rodney Stockton. So doctor, yes, uh, he, he's so, running the show, had him on. Is that where you heard it about it? Yes. From your show. And I have um, some property down in Southern Florida. He has a, his storefront is in Pompano beach. I literally went to his storefront, knocked on the door, met with his assistant and picked up my, my aloe Stockton right aloe. from the freezer. Right. Sweet. There. That's yeah, awesome. The, and you talked about Gerson. I do coffee enemas every day, every day. And now after the coffee enema, you know, uh, closer, I do the coffee enema in the morning, closer to the evening, I'll do an ozonated water enema. The, the health benefits are just 
amazing. Well, why don't we do this? Cause we're kind of getting into like some of your stuff. So I think it's really cool that, um, that you've listened to the show and you've gotten a lot of benefit from it. Would you say that's the truth? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> an understatement. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you found us and you found our products. So let's take another break and we'll come back in the last segment. I, I just want to talk. I want you to talk about what kind of your daily routine is right now. Um, so that other people can get an idea because there's other people that'd be like, maybe they'll just, you know, pick a couple things out of your routine that they might want to do or Maybe they've heard me talk about it before, but they hear you talk about it. Oh, maybe it's time to do that. But maybe there's another woman out there or a guy that's just got diagnosed with the same deal that you had or something similar. And they're going to want to go through the list and yeah, see, what, absolutely. see what Karen did. All right. So we'll take another quick break. We'll come back and we'll find out what, what Karen's doing on a daily basis to keep herself abundantly healthy um, after she healed herself from cancer. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with Karen Bonacorso. She, 30-year nurse, heals herself of stage four colon cancer on her own. Obviously, she took the lead. She had other people around her. She had a supportive husband and supportive family and friends, and she found a healer and she found podcasts to help her. But the bottom line is, is that she was driving the she was driving the ship, and that's what it boils down to. So I'm really proud of you for doing that and stepping outside of it, especially when you're you know, you were steeped in conventional medicine, right? Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. go ahead. In, in, in stage four colon cancer, only 8% of people will survive stage four colon cancer. It's not, you know, it, it, it's pretty drastic, you know, so. Yeah, because your driving there. engine of your body, your health is your digestive tract and it's compromised. Oh, right? yeah. You have a major, a lot of times it's blockage going on in there. And it's like, that's a problem because the nutrition, the, a lot of the stuff that's going to help you heal, um, right. has a hard time getting through what it needs to get through. All right. And so all the we, yep. we were talking about, like, you started getting into like what you do. So I know you, I know you do the magnesium foot soaks. Yes. Um, I know you take the saunas. Yes. Um, I know you take a lot of our products, turmeric 100, all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, what are some of the other things that you do on a daily basis or, or weekly or rotate? Okay. So, you know, I, I try to, you know, stick with a, a, a pretty consistent schedule because you can, the, for me, the most important things for me is, you know, I fast until one o'clock. Um, I, well, I'll get up, I'll um, do my anima, I'll, you know, get my son ready for school, do my thing. I don't, again, I, I fast, I go to yoga and then I'll come home and I'll have yogurt that we make from our, you know, the, the, the El Ruderai yogurt. I'll right. mix that with berries, flax, chia seeds. So that's, you just brought up something like you brought up, like probably the biggest takeaway for 2022 for me personally was making my own kefirs and yogurts. Uh, yeah. If you guys have not checked that out, go back and listen to episode, I believe it's one thirty with Donna Schwenk, Cultured Fluids, Mind, Mind-Blowing Medicine Home, and episode 137 with Dr. William Davis, Replacing Lost Gut Bacteria Killed Off by Chemicals to Restore Your Health. Because what she's doing right here, this is a perfect example, because when it comes to getting in the kitchen, a lot of people don't want to do that for some reason. I get it. It's maybe not your your sweet spot. But when you make kefirs and yogurts, this is a this is a big deal. Like We're replacing bacteria that should be in our gastrointestinal tract. So you're doing that. I, I think that's awesome. So keep going. What else do you got going on? And we're depleted. Our whole GI tract is so depleted of um, things that we need to be healthy. And it's, it, you know, not to go down that rabbit hole, because that's a whole nother topic on what happens to your gut with, with the standard American diet. But eventually everything that you eat seeps into your blood. And that's where we end up with, that's where cancer cells go rogue. You know, if, if it's, if it's long enough, if you're toxic enough, most likely you're going to get cancer. So anyways, well, yeah, half do, of people are getting it. <laughs> have one and two. And it's, and it's, it's going up, one it's and going two. up, it's going up, yeah. going up. I think we, it's going up. in 2011, we were told that 
by the year 2040, 2050, if we stayed on current pace, that 68 to 72% of people will have cancer. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Like, that's like that at that point, that is common as catching a cold. So have you, for the listeners out there, have you ever caught a cold? Well, that's going to be statistically where people, now I know our listeners are probably not, we're, we're going to be in the 0%, hopefully 2% range to so the people listening to this, unless they're listening and not doing anything. I Hopefully you're listening, grabbing a gold nugget, and then taking action on it and actually demonstrating to the universe that you're serious about your health and you love yourself. And guess what? The universe will reflect that back to you nicely, just like it did with Karen. Yeah. And that was something big I had to do. I had to learn how to love myself and be kind to myself. You know, um, I had a lot of friends who are no longer here. You know, you kind of gravitate to the people who are going through the same thing as you. And we would try to help each other. But as soon as their cancer came back, they went hardcore chemo. I'm like, what are you doing? And then they would sit there. Oh, we have the, I have this beast in me. I have to kill it. I have this demon in me. I have to get it out. And they were living in such a stressful life. And they, all yeah. of them have, have passed. I would sit there and I'd have my hand on my liver and I would just say, you know what? I love you, but it's time for you to go. You know, I'll take care of you and I'm going to feed you nice, healthy things. And hopefully you'll be off on your merry way. That is how I treated every tumor in my body. I was not hating it. I was giving my whole body, tumor and all, all the love that I could possibly give it. So that was a huge part of my healing. But you know, for things that I do, like, so I'll get, you know, I, like I said, I get up, I fast, I go to yoga. Exercise is huge. You have to do some sort of exercise, whether it's walking, it's whether it's yoga, you don't have to run. You don't have to run miles. You don't have to lift tons of weight. For me, that wasn't the kind of exercises, exercising I needed. I needed some, some real good yoga. So then I would, you know, I come home and you know, do um, have something to eat, which was either, you know, some yogurt or, you know, what I do now is I make microgreen salads. So mm. much better than um, any sort of lettuce. I love the microgreens and they taste really good. So I make a big microgreen salad. And then for dinner, I usually have a huge vegetable soup and I use the bone broth because I'm afraid I'm not getting vitamin Bs because I don't eat any meat. So I, I, I looked it up to see if there were, you know, B vitamins in bone broth and it said there were. So I, I do the bone broth, the organic, it's got to be organic um, bone broth. And um, then I'll hop in my sauna. Um, that's typically, you know, what I do daily. I mean, I've, how good I do, do you feel when you get out of the sauna? Oh, like a million bucks. It's, it's like doing a 90 minute yoga class, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that relaxed sauna, you're pouring sweat, like pouring. Yeah, you can you can see the toxins there there you can the the color of the sweat is brown, so you, you for me it doesn't come out like that anymore. But um, my daughter and her fiance were at the house doing the sauna, and I look at the floor and I'm like, oh my gosh, you you you're loaded with toxins. It was amazing, but yeah. I love it. I love it. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm kind of bouncing all over the place now because I two things that I remembered was. At 9 a.m. when you were having your surgery, you had the entire, well, the entire yoga studio was doing what? That was pretty cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. So the day of my surgery, now I was totally into this energy healing. Um, I, was, I was going to the tapping for one, and then I was laying on the table, and there was some, like, there must have been some construction work going on outside, and there was a tapping noise. Tap, 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 tap. I'm like, oh, my God. And I tried to focus that inner tapping like they were tapping for me. So that yeah. was one. But prior, you know, the day before my surgery, my yoga instructor, now this is a yoga studio that gets 50 people at a time. I mean, and she has two. Packed. So bo packed. Both studios, both instructors at 9 a.m. had every single person in that yoga studio own for me right before my surgery. I was like, oh my God. It, it, it was incredible. I, I actually felt the energy. It, you know, my girlfriend saw me after my surgery. She goes, she's crying. How are you? Oh my gosh, we all owned for you. It's the most beautiful thing. I'm like, you know what? I think I felt that. I Because I was in such an amazing space the day of my surgery. I was happy. I was laughing. I was smiling. You know, you got people next to me. They're all crying. They're miserable. I'm like, no, if I don't wake up, it's not going to be, you know, right before that being miserable. I'm going to hug my family, hug my husband, hug my children. And um, yeah. And I came uh, that, up with that, flying that colors. Awesome. I have yeah. like two takeaways from what you just said. Number one is like, for those of you that are maybe sitting in a, a tree stand right now, deer hunting, 
because that does happen. <laughs> I get a lot of people that were like me, like or rednecks that are doing that kind of stuff. And they, I've actually talked to them. Like one guy said, I was listening to you in a tree stand. And then I ordered your products and started my health journey, which is pretty cool. So if you're listening, shout out to you. Um, much love. Um, but the whole thing with the, with everybody oming. So what is oming? So if you're not into yoga, I just want to explain that. So it's basically a universal, um, frequency that is just very centering and healing. It's something that, um, people do in meditation and yoga practice. So you basically just say the word om, O-M. And it, so the whole room of people was basically, uh, for, for Karen, just, they would say, okay, they would take breath in and. Oh, that was an ohm. And then, oh, I don't know if they repeated it twice or three times, but I had a few times. My yoga instructors would do that three times. Ohm, ohm, three three times. times. And then it kind of unifies the room too, which is really interesting. Oh, it's amazing. And I still, I'm at yoga every day. I take the weekends off to be with my family and go to hockey games and all that stuff. But Monday through Friday, I am there. And I yeah. it's changed my life. They actually, I, I attribute them to helping me save my life. If yeah. I didn't have them, it just, it would, I don't know if it would have went as well as it did. But again, well, you know. Something else you said that was like, it's like, it, it epitomizes like everything that I try to get across and teach to people is something I learned back in 2000. 18, which was that nothing, well, everything in life is meaningless. And when I first heard that, I was like, what What are you talking about? It's only the meaning that you give it. So everything, every single thing, every circumstance, every person, place, everything in life is a neutral prop. It serves double duty. It can be positive or negative. Again, it's meaningless. We, or you listening, you get to choose the meaning that you give it. So what I'm talking about here, and your, your example, Karen, is you're going in for surgery, which is kind of funny. It kind of reminds me, because when I, when I got done with surgery, you know what I heard on the streets? Because I was down in Peru, and we were up, and the windows were kind of cracked open, let the you know, air in. I had this, <laughs> it was just like 24-7 chaos down on the street. It was like, yeah. it was the ice cream truck. They have a different, you know, here they play the ice cream music and the kids go running. In Peru, yeah. it's just like this this sound. And I remember going, good Lord, that's driving me nuts. Now, what happened for you was there's construction crews outside. And here's my whole point. And it's a bunch of noise. And I'm thinking most people be like, God dang it. I'm going in to get my surgery and I got this noisy construction, blah, blah, blah. And you flipped it around. And you're like, oh, wow, the universe is tapping for me. I'm, I'm, I'm tuning into that. And like, that's exactly what I did. You chose to make the noise into part of your healing process. Absolutely. And that's so the, guess what? That's what you took away from it. You got bolstered up. You got strengthened from you choosing the meaning of the construction workers and what they were doing. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. So yeah, this is a huge takeaway for the listeners today. We get to choose. We get to choose. And Karen, uh, Karen decided to choose to live and she decided to choose to be happy. And she decided to not deal with toxic people and a toxic lifestyle anymore. So keep going on here. So exactly specifically what happened to your husband that he, how did, how did he benefit from all this? Oh my, well, because he has to eat the way I eat now, for the most part. <laughs> he has to? <laughs> he, he has to, if he wants to you got eat. like a shotgun he, yeah. to him or something? You know, I know. <laughs> you know what? We, everything that he eats is organic. Everything in my house is organic. Um, you know, he does the saunas. He, um, you know, he was really into like toxic things to begin with. I remember when my kids were little, he's like, don't put that lipstick on them. There's lead in that lipstick. It's from China. You can't put that lipstick on your lips or the kids. Lip. Like, what are you talking about? That means nothing. I don't put anything on my skin that's not organic. That includes makeup, cleansing, shampoo, conditioner, body lotion. Nothing goes on my skin. That's so. What organic. happened to his? What happened to him? His health, his skin. What have you noticed any changes? Well, he looks amazing. Oh God, he looks amazing. Well, he, he's always been pretty healthy, but yeah, he looks great and he's doing great. Yeah, my now, your kids, daughters are younger. What happened? What happened to them? They they're all on. Oh, all of them transformed. They all eat organic. 
Um, one of my daughters is a vegetarian. She does not touch me, not, none of that. My other daughter, she's a little bit, you know, um, more pescatarians, but pretty much yeah. none of them eat meat, none of them eat pork, none of them do dairy anymore. Their skin is spectacular. You wouldn't believe how beautiful. I mean, they had acne on their backs. There's none of that. It's amazing how when you heal your gut, how you can heal. It takes a little time, but once you heal your gut, everything else will follow suit. I try to explain this to people. I go, look at me. This is what I did. I'm not trying to feed you anything or you know, tell you what to do just because I learned it in school. No, I learned this. I learned more in the past two years from listening to your podcast and a few others and doing my own research two years prior. I've learned more in four years than I ever did in college for four years. It's unbelievable. Like really how to be healthy. What I learned in college, it doesn't even come close to what I know now, how to be healthy. And my mission that I've decided is going to be is to go out and help people who want to heal their gut. Just focus. If you focus on gut health, everything else follows suit. It's amazing. Well, I think that's a good segue. It's an amazing story. Um, and so what happened was, is I'll just tell, I'll just tell the story. So we actually, we actually yesterday, we, we recorded this session, but I forgot to push the record button. So we didn't record (laughs) it. We actually did the show. And I was like, Oh, because I turned the thing on. I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I got to put on my good speaker. And then, and then Karen had a disconnection issue and then she, she went out and then I know oh she's going to come back in. And she did. And when she come back in, her and I were so lit up and excited to talk to each other. I actually forgot to push the thing. I've actually had that happen to me. I've done hundreds of shows on other people's shows two and a half times. So two episodes I had to redo and I was a little bummed out about it. Um, And one of them halfway through the guy's assistant was like, dude, we didn't hit record. So we had to start over. So now here was the cool thing. I'm actually learning myself too. I started feeling that wave of damn it, you know, and just like getting all mad. And then I was like, wait a minute. I stopped it. I stopped all that feeling and that emotion. I'm like, this probably happened for this did happen for a reason. Like we weren't supposed to record. And then we worked on your mic and we got your mic better. And then, and then you started telling me like, you're going to, um, you got a website. And I was like, oh, well, if you have a website, we, I needed to know that. I didn't know you had a website because that was quick. So you, you got this website, but it was not. Um, and I said, well, that's a little hard to understand because it was gutsy, gutsy mama, right? Because you really wanted to focus yeah. on gut health with gutsy with yeah. a Z. But I said, no, that's too hard. Let me go online and look. And I couldn't believe what I found that was available, which was gut mama. Like <laughs> gut mama was available. I mean, I can't believe it with all the gut health and the gut stuff out there. All these other things were taken. And I was like, I grabbed it really quick for you. And I actually hooked you up with my tech guy. And he's going to help you build out a simple website so and get you started um, so that you can have your own website. Now, for right now, um, it's probably going to be really simple. It's going to be an about you page. um, But eventually, uh, you know, we would like to, as we expand our coaching program, I'd like to have you come on and be one of our coaches. And if if you're down for that. And then obviously... You can become an affiliate and you can, uh, we can have an instant chemical free body store for you. Cause I know you're telling me you're like pretty much telling everybody you talk to, cause you have all these people about chemical free body products, because you have all these people that are like gravitating towards you, like left and right. Isn't that correct? Oh, absolutely. Every day I get a phone call from someone, whether it's one of my daughter's friends, which is, you know, not to divert a little bit, but my daughter's friends, all of them, all of them have got issues. All of them have horrible acne. All of them won't move their bowels for about a week. Like what is going on in the diet today? What is in the food? The plastics, the off-gassing, the the estrogen disruptors from perfumes and colognes. It's insane. So these kids need to be on Green 85. Um, They need to, you know, change their diet. So yeah, my, my goal is really to focus on gut health. I'm doing it now. I really feel this is my mission. This is what I'm on this earth. This is why I got cancer. This is exactly to meet you, to hopefully become one of your coaches. Um, I really, in my heart of hearts, believe this is what I was meant to do. I already know, like, here's the cool thing. What I've learned, like, spiritually is that 
what you want to accomplish. I can, I can, I can feel it that you have a, a passion for you and you're doing a very good job because I know you get very emotional about telling your story and you've held yourself yeah. together really well. Thank you. In this interview. Um, not that you need to, if you need to burst out and cry, we're, we're all good with that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I it's only fine. cried once. Well, only one pity party. That was in Dallas. <laughs> and got over with Every, it. And, and then I was done. Everything else has just been tears of joy. Cause I cry. Oh yeah. I cry, but it's all joy. Never sadness anymore. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. So anyway, well, let's just do that. So, so go to gutmama.com and check out uh, her stuff. And if it's not up at this point in time, it will be soon. Check back and stay there. Um, Cause we'll get that up pretty soon. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll have Bo even put some of my stuff off to the side to make sure you get your site up. So you oh, thank site. you, Tim. You know, and if any of your guests ever want to reach out to me, I'm more than welcome to, you know, sit and to chat and just talk about their journey and they need a oh, coach. I'm yeah. your girl. And, and, and that's, that was what I was thinking. I lost my train of thought. I was like, all that stuff that you want to accomplish, all the people that you want to help them to heal themselves like you did, that's already done. Like you've already healed or helped people heal. You've already helped hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of people to heal themselves. All you're doing now is you're vibrating into that. Thank you. I agree. So you don't have to, you I... don't have to manifest that. That's already a done deal. Yeah. I you're think... just, yeah. you're just moving into it so that you can Everything reveal is... it. Yeah. You're revealing Everything. that. Everything's coming together. There's a reason for everything. I believe in that. You know, and one thing I have to say to your guests who are, who are, who are afraid, I have been there. You feel alone. I have been there. Um, take your time. You have time. You know, they want to they wanna make you have chemo right away. No, there's a little time. Actually, you might have a little time because there are so many people now trying to get in with oncologists because cancer is rampant right now. I would be in the waiting room and my cancer floor was just for colon cancer. There'd be 50 people in the waiting room just to meet with the, you know, have a checkup. I said to my oncologist, all these people have colon cancer. She's like, well, yeah, you're on the colon cancer floor. I couldn't believe it. I go, how can this be? I think it's the environment. I believe that my cancer, <laughs> my cancer is an environmental cancer, whether it comes from, you know, people on the outside, food, um, off-gassing, plastics, right. aluminum, you name it. Um, that all together, eventually your body and your cells are going to succumb to, you know, the rogue cancer cells, unless you really heal your gut. It comes with healing your gut and getting your, your head right, your brain right. Yeah. Well, those are, those are good words of advice. You can't live in fear. It's not going to serve in you. Fear. In fact, when you, when you get into fear mode, you're actually creating more bad chemistry in your body and it's going to basically put you where you don't want to go. It's yeah, going to make you sicker, sicker, faster. And you don't yeah. want that. You want to, you want to, you got to get happy. And digest. Get, yeah. It's Rest almost like, digest. yeah, have your, have your, if you get diagnosed with something like this, I said, have your pity party, yes. get it out and then get busy living. Get That's busy living, most, get busy living and, and, and being happy and waking up and feel good and start sucking every ounce of juice out, every morsel, every second of life that you have, because this is an amazing gift that we've been given to be here. I agree. And I think and you understand now after your journey, how precious that gift is. And it's, it is, there is a time limit on it. There's a time limit. And you know what? Everybody needs to go at their own pace. You don't have to, you, you, if you fall, I hate to use the word fall off the wagon, but if you have a little, you know, one night you're out and you have some pizza in a glass of wine, don't beat yourself up. Just say, okay, well, I did this, this night. Now I know not to do that next weekend or the weekend after. And eventually you won't even want it. Your taste buds change, your, your, your sense of smell changes, things that you loved once before, you won't even want anything to do with. Um, yeah. And that just takes time. So if you can just give yourself patience, kindness, and love and time, most likely you're going to come out on top. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Karen. And uh, your story is amazing. Make sure you guys check her out at gut mama.com what with a one m. url <laughs> i know it's fabulous with one it's m m o m a easy to easy easy to easy to remember all right guys um i want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening um this is awesome we are uh and we're getting pretty close to 150 episodes we're coming up on that which is uh mind-blowing to me been doing this since the fall of 2018 i couldn't do it without you 
Um, we have literally done no marketing because I don't really understand that technical stuff. Um, we just try to shoot a show and give you guys some really good practical common sense information from real people like Karen that you can take home to yourself and your family and, and implement and get results. So without you guys sharing the podcast, um, I don't even know where we'd be right now. So I really appreciate you. So thank you for, for those of you who have subscribed, those of you that have shared the podcast with other people that you think might benefit from it. And, um, and then those of you that are just been hanging around and, 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 and listening to the show. And I just, I, I just, um, am excited. And I, I, I always wonder too, is like, am I going to run out of material, but it never does. Like there's just, there's always something. There's always people. It just keeps coming. It literally, I have no business. I just tell people I, all the time, like I have no business plan. My business plan was I'm going to help people with their health. That's what excites me. And now there's a show. And, and then before that, we had products. And before that, I was just coaching by myself. And it started with where Karen's at right now. She's going to just start what she's probably already doing for free. She's been helping people. Yeah. Because when you, when you get this gift given, to you feel like it's a gift. And you, wanna, you just like want to run around with a shout from the rooftops. Oh, my God. You can be healthy, too. Like, I was a mess. And now I feel amazing. Like, so that's what we want for you. We, we want you guys to learn how to become your own doctors, learn how to self-heal. And wake up and feel good. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, change yourself, change your world, and we will see you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>